0: Welcome, everyone, to your ongoing journey or leap into a new world of opportunity. Inside Japan Podcast is a stepping stone for your next adventure. It is a show filled with informative interviews, perspectives on local life, and how you can master your path into the unknown. For today, kick back and listen to the wisdom of our host... James,
1: James here coming at you with the Inside Japan podcast from my temporary studios here in a closet in the southern part of the United States of America here. Hope you're doing well out there. We're here. Episode number 132 here coming at you. And uh, yeah, housing news for me. Good news. Got accepted for the loan here. Now we're just waiting for the house to be built, my friends. Then we're going to get a sweet studio rolling. We'll have the best audio in the land back. No, the best that was a that was a big word we'll have good audio back on this podcast and that'll be great to hear but until then we got a few more weeks of this so hope you can grin and bear it here it's not that bad hope you can deal with it but the, yeah on this episode episode number 132 we got a good interview with someone that knows a thing or two about the job market in japan and th- that is peter the person behind jobs and uh, yeah we go through pretty pretty much a overview of what the job market has been like in these last six months, right? In Japan, like, how has coronavirus affected things? And because that's the topic I'm interested in, I want to say, like, it's not, you know, it's easy to say, like, yeah, everything's bad, but how exactly are they bad, right? Who's getting affected the wor- the, the most, right? Is it actually a good time to try to find a job in Japan, you know, like, because there's so few People that can t- fill the jobs or is things coming back around now and now it's kind of tough to find a job but all those questions and more can be answered here in the next 30 or so minutes um also want to be sure we talk about jobs japan new feature not new feature anymore it's been there for a while but it's perfect for the times right now the interview the the interview resumes you can do on the website which are just you know it's such a s- stupid easy good tool to use you should be using it if you have a resume on jobs japan do one of those video interviews that it just at makes your resume if you're of course have a good demeanor and a good professional look about you it's just so smart to do it so please do it if you're a jobjapan.com. you should be get do your video interview in there it's a few questions it's easy i did it myself and yeah you will help good employers find you much easier but without further ado let's get to it my interview with peter from jobsinjapan.com. enjoy All right, guys, very special guest today. He is from JobsInJapan.com. His name is Peter. How you doing today, Peter?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show, James.
1: Nice to have you on here again, talking about the industry as a whole, as someone that has a job board, the best job board on the Internet, jobsjapan.com. So a lot of stuff has been going on this year, obviously, as everyone knows, a year from hell, as many people think. Uh, so how has it been? Uh, give us an overview. How it been for someone with a job board in Japan? Okay.
2: It's interesting because the job boards are basically the, the canary in the coal mine. So we see the industry trends before uh, both, actually everybody else sees it. Um, so what happened? Yeah, uh, COVID hit. And then um, the first thing that got hit were the, um, I see the travel and the hospitality related jobs. So we used to have a lot of these jobs for uh, not just English teachers, but for people like uh, local tour guides. So you come into the city and then there's going to be another guide, another foreigner that can show you around or English speaking one. Uh, Those jobs were just decimated.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Um, I mean, I want to know how this real quick about that. Like, How long... How long? When did it take you? How long did it take you to say, "Well, this is serious." W- you know, this is going to be a big deal. I mean, were, were you right at the beginning, or did it take a few months? What What about that? How long did it take you to really know, like, this is a problem?
2: Uh, so, January and February of this year were just great. We were just um, growing, just, and it was great. And it's like, hey, this is going to be fine. And then, uh, then through March, that's when it started getting serious. And then, yeah, um, June ish is when, yeah, it's like, oh no. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's when the bigs uh, started. Um, so it was kind of interesting because the a the conversation English teacher market, was hit a little bit different than the ALT market. So, yeah, because what happened first was the, well, of course, um, after the travel-related jobs, then the um, the restaurant and those hotel jobs got hit because, um, well, when the government says, um, stay at home, don't go out, and then gatherings are limited to a certain amount of people, yeah, you're really not doing this nomikai and uh, karaoke and all that team building things. So yeah, those restaurants got just just hit bad. So I felt sorry for them. Uh, then the Aiko market, the English conversation market, was um, a little bit weird because um, a lot of those people are – they hire some full-times, but then they got more part-time jobs as well. So those part-time English teachers were, were hit. So, but then it got really interesting because uh, they kind of – put the different summer vacation, as you know, for the kids, uh, for the – I say the public schools were treated a little differently, as you know. And you were still in Japan at that time. So they kind of had like an early summer break type of thing. And they were supposed to study from home and all this. But then um, come summertime, when the kids had to go back to school, uh, so the ALT dispatch companies, they had to provide all the teachers still. But the, I guess you could call it the logistics supply chain uh, from teachers from overseas, that was cut. Yeah, it's like, oh, we need to um, – so in Tokyo and all this, maybe you can get some others. But for the more rural areas, they can't hire from overseas. Yeah, so um, it's like, OK, we want our teacher and who's going to work in um, Gifu – yeah, the school in Gifu. And yeah, these companies like your former employer, um, you're at Interact or all these other dispatch companies, they couldn't bring in people. So, but the schools, they had contracts with these schools. So, uh, yeah, they were looking under any stone, yeah, for an English teacher, anybody that could speak English, not just, uh, uh, just industry wide. There just weren't enough foreigners to take yeah, those I jobs.
1: And that I know it's been a real roller coaster for some of the teachers. So, it seemed like at that time, though, if you were in Japan, you were golden, right? You, I mean, if you were looking for a job as a teacher in English, you could find one at that time, right? If you were in Japan already.
2: If you would relocate. Sometimes okay. because maybe the the job and um, yeah it wasn't going where you wanted and it was a kind of a a mismatch as well. Yeah, uh, because yeah. uh, the people that wanted the uh, that needed the teachers and the people that were basically had um, been laid off, that was a little bit. Uh, it's a different type of person. Uh, so, for example, um, yeah, if you're in the the, um, the corporate training industry. So then, of course, uh, that got hit bad as well because the first thing that gets hit in any company is the training budget. Yeah, before you lay off people or cut salaries or anything like that, the corporate training budget goes, which is English, um, corporate English lessons is, yeah, just that, corporate training, and it's not as like, uh, what would you say, uh, mission critical to the life of the company as compared to other things. It's a great thing to have and all this, but, um, yeah, it's, I it it's hit on the chopping block. Uh, then, um, even in Tokyo, um, uh, Ms. Koike, the, I say the governor and all this, they were saying, uh, try to work from home and the telecommuting and all this. So yeah, if you're able to work from home, they said, Hey, uh, Hey, Mr. Watanabe, do you want to come in, uh, for your weekly English lesson at the company? It's like, no, I don't want to ride the train in to have this English lessons. Maybe we can do something over Zoom or Skype. And so, and so yeah, the, the Zoom lessons or the Skype or the online lessons, that, uh, that, that industry is good, but that's a race to the bottom. And it's not a uh, as good or good paying job for, for an English teacher.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I want to ask about that because you know, like you said, this race to the bottom thing. So, is it? I mean, how much? How what's the industry like? I mean, if is it? A, can you get full time job now with online only teaching, or is it still a part time thing where you got to kind of find out your lessons? What what kind of the situation there?
2: Uh, most of the online teaching gigs, they don't um, use jobs in Japan because they don't need to hire from. Uh, someone that wants to work in Japan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're in um, – yeah, you can hire the person. They can be in um, – if they're a native speaker anywhere, uh, Philippines, um, anywhere, America, Canada. So they can hire from anywhere as long as you have a good internet connection. So – and they pay much less. So it's not really – yeah, they, they don't use uh, – I say I don't want to say proper job boards, but they – yeah, they don't uh, hire for like a Japan-specific job board for those.
1: Ah, okay, okay. So then, yeah, it kind of seems like whenever you open up to anyone can can be can can go for this job, that the pay is not going to be that great. Um, you know, since there's just so many people that are willing to do it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and you can do it in your pajamas, which is nice. And no, it's it's a good <laughs> job for some people. No, um, no, do it in your pajamas, and it's um, uh, depending on it. So it's very good for a lot of people, and it's um, yeah, it takes on barriers and all this. If you can, hey, if you can teach and you can do it online. Hey, it doesn't matter where you're at.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely. That's, I mean, that's good for some for sure, like you said. Uh, how about how is the big, the big chains? I know you work with them, some of them, the big chains of Akiwa's. How are they doing? How are they surviving? Have they all made the switch to doing online courses now? Are there, are there some live courses going on now? What's going on with them? That oh, there's some
2: live. And so, well, if you break it up. So for the um, for, for the big ones, um, that uh, you can bring people in right now so uh you just have to go through the quarantine and all this so uh for the dispatch companies uh they're bringing people in and all this um some of the uh a larger one-to-one english high um, say schools or the high city the there's been some consolidation in the market we've seen some schools close down or take a break and all this um yeah uh, the as i said the corporate training has been hit. Um, pretty hard but the problem is a lot of those people are making corporate training pays uh better than some of the other jobs so and it's a usually a more i don't want to say not mature but older person that's doing the corporate training um so and then saying like hey um if they get their pink sheet or a pink slip whatever and they get let go it's kind of hard for some of those to do lessons online. Or even teach like the the preschools and all this. It's like head shoulders. It's on oh, my back. Oh well, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that happens. No, because, yeah. yeah, I could teach. Um, and I've done it before. Some and back in the day, some corporate training. But uh, for me, while well, I love uh, children and all this. I love my own. Uh, sometimes uh, <laughs> it's, uh, but teaching uh, kids English for me would be uh, no. I, I just. I'd rather just, um, yes, no, it's not for me. I'm thinking of something, no, it's just not for me. Of those people that have the patience, God bless them. Um, No, it's just Mm -hmm. not for me. It's not, no, I I teach, I treat kids well. I love them, but uh, no, I don't want to be their teacher. No, thanks. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like another huge news in the industry for sure. I know, I know you don't work with Jet, Jet, uh, the Jet program directly, but you know about the Jet program, obviously. And uh, they did not have an intake this year, which is kind of big news. Uh, has there been? Have they made an announcement about next year yet? Are they going to have new teachers come in next year?
2: Not that I've heard of. So the one thing that was going on is they sent. Um I say, information to some of the former jets that I are still really living hope in Japan you enjoyed- to see if they want to take a, a one-year non-renewable contract. So, and basically, uh, and that was a little disruptive because um, if you're teaching at some of the other, uh, th- other dispatch companies as an ALT, and you can get another year of jolt salary.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're going
2: to make that jump. It's <laughs> yeah. like and that um it's a, no, you you would, uh especially because if you're in like the a rural area and then you have to you're in jolt and you're making uh, making a nice salary, well, a decent salary, but then you want to stay in the area because you've grown attached to it, maybe you're um have and maybe you're married in the area or whatever, but uh, you have to stay in the area you want to, and the local dispatch company is the only game in town or the other acaiwa. But then, hey, you can get uh, a one more year on jet. You're going to take that, and then you're going to leave your current employer. I don't want to say high and dry because you've probably given them enough. Um, I say notice, but it's like oh geez, and then so that dispatch company is coming to me and say, hey. Um, I'm in Saga, can you find me another teacher? It's like, ooh, I can try. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, there's not much money with job. I think they're uh, kind of um, just seeing how it goes and then all this. But um, actually, the job teacher, um, uh, so yeah, they're wondering, so I think even the dispatch companies are wondering if what's the government going to do with the JET program? Are they going to expand it or aren't they going to expand it? And um, so, yeah, it's good and bad. I like how they pay good salaries, but the problem for the schools is if the job teacher leaves, then that school doesn't get, I um, do say, a new teacher until that next year. Yeah, If I yeah. understand it's correct. Yeah, the
1: yearly system. And how they do the also, Interviews and stuff, yeah.
2: Yeah, and also they can't, they don't do, they do the interviewing from abroad. So, and they're not sending people over, so they don't have a, I say, any... I say stock of teachers in-house or like in Japan that they can put out to people. So
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah.
2: but uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, no news for, from jet programs. So, uh, no, it's a great thing. And I wish, um, uh, yeah, is a great way to get people over to Japan. I, I highly recommend it if you can do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I guess not to to we got we're gonna break out of the doom and gloom here soon. I, I promise, but I want to know about how I imagine the hardest hit from this pandemic would be the mom and pop Kaiwas, right? Uh, you know, because they got a few students, you know, not so many students. They're you know low margins already. How is that? Is that true or false? How how they been doing? Are they, I mean, are they surviving or is it just a, still a struggle like everywhere else?
2: Um, so I don't think anybody's laughing to the bank right here um, <laughs> yeah. so for, in, in the English uh, – in, in the education market. But um, uh, so what happened with a lot of the um, uh, IEKAIWAs, uh, the English conversation schools, is um, uh, they had to go online for a little bit. And uh, they had to do it for two reasons. They had to just keep it going because um, if the classes stop – um, then it, there's no invoice so the tuition and the monthly fee they need that to keep going. but a lot of them did um, let go of some of their part-time workers, so which was um, yeah it made it difficult. so uh, yeah, it's interesting because one of the ways that uh, when you first come to Japan and you can get your eikawa position, that's nice, but as you get a little older, uh, like yourself, I'm sure you had to find like, a number of different part-time jobs or things to supplement your income. Uh, so, yeah, that uh, some of those uh, did go down, and but it was actually semi decent in another reason because when they did the Zoom lessons and all this, um, even though the teachers are giving these lessons um, in front of the students, outside of the camera view, of course, the kid's mother. Is looking so it's basically pulling the veil out of it. So the, uh, I say the English conversation schools that weren't doing a good job of teaching with boring classes and all that. So it's, it's basically the mother sitting in. It's like I'm paying a hundred bucks or a hundred twenty bucks a month for my son to get this, and so it would just like uh, open up the veil on the inferior schools uh so those uh, that were not doing a good job were um they lost some students and rightfully so
1: that makes sense yeah wow okay so um I, I, how about like because i think i imagine since a lot of people were probably scrambling jobs in japan probably had an uptick in people trying to put their resumes in but am i right about that or maybe there's just uh people i don't know will you tell me am i right about that i think you might have more people putting resumes in
2: you're right, actually, and more people listening for jobs. So actually, from May, June, July-ish, um, yeah, we did have um, uh, a spike in people looking for jobs uh, domestically, nice. and that was good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't like to benefit that way. It was a, uh, it was an unfortunate. Um, I say byproduct of COVID, yeah. So, no, I don't like seeing people out on their ass at all. That's um, that's not good. But, um, uh, yeah, and I didn't use it as a sale. So, hey, COVID, guess what? We have a sale on teachers now. No, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. we didn't do that at all. But, um, yeah, it was an unfortunate um, byproduct of COVID.
1: Yeah, but you do have that one – the system you already had in place before – the coronavirus hit, the video interview thing. I mean, that's really was kind of, it's working out perfectly, I I think, for the HR people, it should be at least, right?
2: Yeah, for the ones that are using it, um, they're saying it's a game changer. So uh, for people that don't know what this is, is uh, Jobs in Japan has a video interview system. It's a video on demand. So what you do is you can take the video either of two routes. Either you can volunteer to take it yourself in advance uh, or – if you apply to a company and they want you to take it, they can invite you to take this video interview. So basically it's uh, five or six questions. It's not specific to any job, but um, it just basically gives, um, uh, you take it on your smartphone or your computer and our system is, it's all automated. So the questions will pop up and uh, depending what it is, like why do you want to come to Japan? Uh, What are you passionate about? Some things like that. And you'll have like, three to five minutes to answer each um, question. So they have like a countdown of like 30 seconds or something like that. You press the record button, it will record you and you get three attempts to do this. Um, Because I'm sure like anybody you take a, like you answer an interview question like, Oh, that sucked. Okay. I want to do this again, but in a live interview, you can't do that, but that's a good thing online. You can do this. So this is then recorded and it's attached to your, online resume and your applications. So, uh, and that's great because for, on the HR side for the hiring managers, uh, so they're going to get flooded with, um, I say applications. So they put a job up and they get, uh, maybe let's say a hundred, um, applications. Uh, they get so many because it's too easy to apply for a job online. It's kind of like the Amazon Prime. So apply, 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 copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. And then there you go there. So uh, because a lot of people are looking for any job and not their job. So and so basically the hiring manager. Um, so they're lazy Are uh, busy. Let's say I'm busy. OK, <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah. No, but the, it's like, okay, we schedule the, – they're going to only schedule as few interviews as possible because it's a pain and it's a pain. So, they'll say, okay, this one from six o'clock, this one from seven o'clock, this one from eight o'clock, and then they'll do it for maybe three days running, whatever. They'll try and schedule these if it goes well. It often doesn't. So, scheduling interviews is a pain. Um, so, and then what's going to happen is these are just, they're just going to get the very ones that look the best on paper uh, to schedule these interviews. And then what's going to happen is, uh, they're gonna start the video in. Or they're gonna start the um, in-person or the um, online um, two-way Zoom interview, and then basically you're gonna know within um, 30 seconds whether it's gonna to go to a second interview or not. Just looking at the person, like, ooh, that's not what he looked like on paper. And so yeah. So and then what's gonna happen is uh, it's a it's a very time-consuming uh, process. But with the video interview, you take this at your own time and then you just submit it with, and then the, when the hiring interview just takes a look at It's like, oh, that's great. And so it's basically, you can say for the job interview, uh, job, uh, I say uh, the applicant, it's great because you're just saying, hey, this is me. This was who as I am. If you like me, Great. Let's go to the next level. Let's talk. If not, don't waste my time and I'll go on to the next one. Uh, because interviewing uh, is a pain. So, OK, you take all these interviews and then you get um, not ghosted, but you don't hear back from them.
1: And let's say, yeah, because you're you're wasting your time as well. Mm yeah I think the really good part so, of it is like in teaching it's, I know you have a lot of jobs but you have some a lot of teaching jobs as well and teaching is a thing where it doesn't matter what's on the paper you have to have the personality for it and the kind of the demeanor and you know you can't see that on paper but if you answer a few questions you can kind of bring it out and show that you're kind of this you know happy person that is yeah well, put your together.
2: personality yeah. and all this yeah um no it's, it's been going great and um it's been how you say uh it's been most helpful for the highly fluent non-native teachers, or if you have a very, um, how do you say, uh, non, this is going to sound weird, American or UK sounding last name or something like that. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, because yeah, if your name is, um, I don't know, just uh, I'm just going to throw it out, um, uh, Ramesh Kumar, and even though you grew up in America, Oh, you have an Indian name, and they're thinking, like, oh, you're going to have an Indian accent, but this is an A Kiowa, well, this is an English conversation school. So your chances, you're already at minus from Joe Smith, even though you majored in English. And you're, yeah. So, but basically, it takes away all the um, it levels of playing field. Uh, because if you have one of those in your system, they're like, hey, he took the interview. It takes five minutes for me to look at it. I don't have to schedule anything. It's right here. It's easy. Bam. So, yeah, it's a game changer.
1: Yeah, it's, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't do that uh, unless you don't have a good personality or demeanor. But, I um, mean, <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully everyone out there has that, yeah. has a good you know, demeanor about them. should do it right away. Um, one question about if you can peel behind the curtain a little bit. Have you seen more resumes from overseas now in the last you know six months or so?
2: Um, it's starting to pick up again, and the good thing is just from last week, we've started getting a couple more uh, travel-related jobs, like a travel counselor and all that. And so that means people are actually thinking like, hey, um, Japan's going to start opening up soon or all this. So if that's happening, and um, also from overseas, because if you are looking to get it through the quarantine and all this, I'm guessing the quarantine period is going to keep shrinking and shrinking as time goes by and um, we get a handle on this, then it will be a little bit easier for people to come over to work. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And And Japan, the 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 travel ban in Japan, I know was such a big thing for a while, but it seems like that that's totally, is that totally lifted now or, or, or semi lifted? Uh, You
2: still have to do the quarantine. Um, So yeah, hopefully by the time when you publish this podcast, it'll be even easier. And so, but uh, yeah, uh, the, yeah, in the beginning, it was even bad. And they wouldn't let you, if you were a non-citizen, you couldn't even get back in. It's like, wait a second, I have a green card. I have a permanent residency. And I have family here. And I have a job. But no, sorry. Uh, but then they opened that up and then um, for different things. So, yeah, it's starting to open up. So, um, there, I don't want to say the, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. But um, you can get into Japan to work now. It's just not as... Easy and uh, prepare to spend some time in a hotel room.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I interviewed uh, someone that had to do that as well. That was pretty interesting uh, the system they have. But, you know, it seems like there's a positivity going around. I'm in America, which is obviously not doing so great numbers wise and stuff. But (laughs) even here, people are saying uh... like the the vaccine's on its way and we should be okay. The vaccine will save us all if everyone takes it. (laughs) We'll see, though, about that. But uh, yeah, awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Uh, it seems like maybe 2021 will be better than 2020. At least we, we, I think that's the the minimum hope we all have. Uh, but yeah, Peter, I guess last any last words, any last things you want to share with us before we let you go for today?
2: Uh, no, so I'll put um, – if we can put a link there. We do have like an explainer video on the uh, video interview system because this will absolutely increase your chances of getting a job. And um, uh, what you can even do, um, so I want you to find a job through Jobs in Japan, and that would be great. But um, what you can do is if you have the link to your video interview, you can actually uh, send it to an email to somebody else, like if you find um, a job through... Who knows? Um, Craigslist, Guy Jimpot, Ohio. So yeah, the the list goes on. So we're not the although we're the best job board. We're not the only one. And I guess the best job is the one you find your job on. But um, and then when you apply to a company or even through its referral, say, hey, I took this video interview. Um, take a look at it. Um, yeah, if you like, and you know, all this blah blah blah. So um, and then we'll take any. Um, I see. If someone says, oh, you're pre-interviewed, that's great. So uh, so yeah, I'll send a link to the explainer video and no, just, um, yeah, uh, it's there to help you. We give you advice on how to answer questions. We give you multiple attempts at uh, taking the question. So uh, it's just, yeah, a way to make it, the hiring process easier for both the job seeker and the, um, uh, the employer. So hopefully it helps. Um, And then if anybody has questions about jobs, uh, job seeking or anything like that, just shoot me an email. I'm more than happy to answer questions and all that. So,
1: um, yeah. Sounds good. I'll put the link to that in the show notes page and I'll put uh, Peter's email on there as well. But Peter, thanks so much for your time. I'm sure we'll have you back on here before too long and hopefully 2021 is uh, better than 2020. (laughs) Yeah, let's hope so. It can't get much worse.
0: I really hope you enjoyed today's Inside Japan podcast dive deeper into our world and learn more about what awaits you check out altinsider.com and for regular up-to-the-minute job postings check into jobsinjapan.com for the next big gig please tune in for our regular excursions into the world of japan and good luck Gambate! 아멘